Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Design Under Influence. Here's where Boris and I talk through ways to use technology as a competitive advantage for architecture, design, and engineering firms. This is who we help. Boris is the founder of an IT company uh, called ArcIT. I am the VP of growth, and we're jamming. Um, Boris, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How you doing, Alex? Doing great. Let, let's let's get it right on topic before people like it's like oh, <laughs> guys are just talking uh, to themselves because they're working from home. And there's always a question like, "Are you wearing pants?" Uh, I am wearing pants. But see, that's the thing. Like, I thought about this. <laughs> and there's like, there's no winning because okay, if I if I stand up now and, and I have pants on, like that's expected. If I stand up and I don't have pants on, my 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 podcaster career will be over before I got started. I don't know. It may be a good twist. A maybe good a good twist. twist. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. So today, we're, <laughs> today we're tackling using spreadsheets for resource management and all of the implications of using that process or tackling resource planning process and future planning process using spreadsheets or other tools. I think it's a strategic enough topic that can grab your attention for the next 20 minutes or so. Boris, you want to kind of lead us into the topic? What are you seeing as sort of like, how is this impacting the firms you're working with? Who's doing good with it? Who's, who's struggling with it? Is everybody struggling with it now? Uh, it feels like everyone is struggling with it, right? Or at least um, no one has a process that, you know, everybody has a process that may be good enough for now, but, you know, there's a lot of room for improvement uh, from all of our customers. And also even for us um, as an IT company and doing projects for our clients, um, even though we're not that big, we're still maybe struggling with some of that too. Like how do we plan out um, the, you know, how do we plan out the projected uh, flow of projects? Who's going to be the resources on those projects? How do we schedule them out to make sure that nobody's getting overworked and people are getting utilized because uh, we want to keep those utilization rates up? Mm. And that's interesting. This is, again, something I'm, I'm also very familiar with having run a digital marketing agency with 30 employees, uh, you know, as well as now doing some of the consulting work. I have to manage every single project from beginning to end, create the workflows and execute specific elements of the projects, hire people to do specific like skill-based work. And so, yeah, let's dive in, man. This sounds like something we can expand on. I don't know if we're going to be able to do a solution uh, or present a solution to a problem, but I think we'll have some good ideas on how to approach this in more effective, efficient manner. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we do have ideas, so that's good. <laughs> Can't wait to share them. Can you uh, dive a little deeper into the uh, essence of the problem for specific for architecture, engineering, and design firms? Like using spreadsheets has its downsides, and then also not using spreadsheets can can add significant cost. So can you dive deeper into this problem and just kind of like let's let's lay it out on a table. Let's start looking at parts. So you know, I see that the problem is, as you mentioned, it's twofold. Uh, but basically, there is no um, there is no solution that is great for making sure this planning process is as efficient as possible and yet providing with the correct, you know, correct data going forward. And then, you know, having that data being pulled from the right systems, analyzed, 
and then put back into the systems, right? So many architecture firms use um, internal accounting suites, um, and you know, Deltac is by far the leader in that space. So I would say uh, most larger clients we work with use Deltac. Smaller clients can use Archie Office or um, Monograph.io, which is basically a you know suite of tools to allow a professional services firm to run their business. It includes accounting, timekeeping and basic project management. What none of these tools actually include in their, you know, in their initial implementation is this ability to project forward and see how you can schedule out resources, let's say three months down the road, six months down the road, or a year down the road, because a lot of these projects take a long time to actually, you know, to design something and then hopefully put in production, which is gonna take another, you know, it's years. Per project. So what you're saying is those pro- those systems uh, do a pretty good job with kind of immediate current needs of the project, but forecasting out is not their strong suit, suit right now. That's correct. That's correct. And so what happens is, um, so for example, you can get a forecasting module for Delta, right, to build on top of their basic suite. But in order for that to work properly and give you the correct information, um, you need to spend a lot of money not only on the actual product, but on the consulting fees so that people can come in and put, you know, implement the software the right way. And then if you didn't have the right data to begin with, then you're basically, it's going to be useless until you start putting in the right data into your Delta product. So on the, you know, on the top end, there is, you know, these software tools that require a lot of investment. And then on the other side, you know, people are just using Excel spreadsheets, which are free in terms of financing, but not free in terms of, time consumption, because it takes a long time to get the data out of their accounting system, out of their project management system, get it into the Excel spreadsheet, manipulate the data in the right way, and then get it back in. And how often do people typically do it? And who's in organization typically is the one doing it? So typically, it's it's the CFO that's tasked with this task, right? Because it's, it's financing for the most part, but financing and projecting of data. And usually... You know, from my experience and talking to and working with many architects, architects don't like that type of work. So, and because of that, actually, uh, another challenge for that person who's doing this is making sure that the right data has been put in, right? Because again, from what I've seen, not all the architects or the principals that the firms like to get that data in uh, because they just don't don't like data. So, you know. It's so a tedious process. Of, uh, I, I think, I don't process, think, right? you know, like data, it's just like data entry. Uh, exactly. Like it takes, exactly, it takes exactly. deliberate practice to get data hygiene, you know, executed, the policies executed. But when, when it comes to actual execution, I, I know, again, my own experience, digital agency, we do a lot of creative work and stuff, you know, putting data into the system at the end of the day is not my ideal way to spend the evening. Yeah, and same thing for us at an IT firm, right? We ask all our techs to make sure that the ticket notes are filled out for every ticket that they work on, but many struggle with that, even myself, right? I'd rather fix the problem than sit 20 minutes documented afterwards. It happens, it happens. Data entry is not the most exciting thing, but it's actually what helps the business and drives the business. I don't want our listeners to enjoy all the scratching in the background when, when this is like a seriously interesting topic we, we, we're exploring. So let, let's, just, let's just keep digging. So, so I think like we have the elements on the table now. Let's talk about the challenge with the spreadsheet. So it sounds like 
you know, there's a designated person in finance doing this spreadsheet work on resource planning. And without all the you know, architects putting data in deliberately, religiously all the time, uh, that Deltec system probably be useless, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is a good assumption. And so now we're back to spreadsheets. And is there, are there some tips on or something you've heard um, people do that is effective on reducing that workload on spreadsheets or getting more accuracy in the in the process? Yeah, so uh, there's, you know, people have worked out some custom connectors that allow them to faster, you know, get the data out. Now, I guess the big, the, the first challenge is, right, we need to have the, the right spreadsheet and the proper spreadsheet. Uh, for this task, right? So that would be the first thing is you need to uh, create a spreadsheet that uh, works for your firm and make sure all the formulas are correct and you're properly analyzing data once it gets into that spreadsheet. And then the second task would be getting the data out of your current project management system into that spreadsheet. And for that, like I said, we've seen some firms go out and hire you know, developers to create custom connectors and get, get that in place. So I think that's a good uh, first step for that, you know, to solve that problem. What is the impact of a solution like that? Let's say you do hire, you know, a couple, I, I imagine it's not that expensive, you know, going out work or, or maybe somewhere else. Uh, there's some, probably some people specialize in this. And uh, so, so is it expensive or so? My, my, my thinking is not that expensive. Honestly, I don't think it's that expensive, but it's, it all depends on how much you value this, right? And how much time can it free up uh, for the person who's actually doing the task? I think anywhere from, you know, 1500 to, $2,500 what needs to be invested into creating this uh, with the right developer. Now, again, it all depends on who you hire and how, how well they do the job. But I think that's, that's what it's going to cost. And what would be, you, in your professional estimate, the time savings uh, related to building those connectors? I would say maybe, you know, again, safe estimate would probably be about eight hours. Eight hours a month? Eight hours a month for that one person. Right. So it's not for the whole firm, but it's for the person who's doing the work. Now, remember, this is your most likely this is a CFO or, you know, a senior person in the organization who understands all the aspects of financing. So their time can be better spent on other things than doing just basic imports and exports of data. True. So they actually can invest this time in in, 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 in the actual resource, future planning, resource planning, uh, future scaping. Uh, rather than actual import export. Okay, but it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like this is incredibly significant in terms of time because if I'm if I'm only saving eight hours a month and I'm spending fifteen two thousand dollars on a project, yeah, I'm, I, I question that that ROI. Another thing is like I bet once you build those connectors, isn't there like a support cycle that still going to be ongoing, or, or is like build one time it works forever? Well, nothing is built one time and it works forever, right? <laughs> For example, one of the challenges, and this is kind of specific example, um, you know, one of our clients is there, you know, and again, I'm focusing on Delta because that's probably the predominant player for, um, you know, for firms that require resource management and to this scale, right? So... Um, they had an internal implementation of Dell Tech and everything was working. And then they migrated their Dell Tech to the cloud and that software stopped working because everything changed, right? So the backend changed, the type of data, it's different connector connecting to different place. It's different type of data, different, you know, different tables, different everything. So basically that solution 
uh, will need to be recreated from scratch. Now, also the problem with this is like you found a developer to do this who created it for you and made it work. And then the developer's, you know, no longer developing or his gone for other reason. You may not, you know, you may not easily find a person who can do similar type of work that you're used to um, having similar, similar, using the similar interface and that type of stuff. This company you bring in as an example, um, they actually use Deltac module for resource planning that you discussed earlier? No. So they just use it as a project management? Correct. Okay. So um, they use Deltac project management with the spreadsheet and they had a custom connector to export the data into the spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Once they move to, yeah. I got it. I got it. So, so they had the, the custom connector is what the developers have to had to do had to build, and that broke. Yeah, correct. Okay, I got you. So, out of the people you speak with, um, what is the percentage of people using spreadsheets versus using this Deltac or some kind of other custom solution for this future planning, resource planning stuff? Uh, so, again, for for our customers, most of them use spreadsheets. I would say. As based on information I have and the discussions I've had, I would say all of them use spreadsheets as their uh, key tool right now. Gotcha. And as a, as a sort of a service provider, what, what is Arc IT able to help somehow in this process, alleviate some of the frustrations with the process and smooth it out? Or are you pretty much like, hey, that's necessary evil, it's spreadsheets, you know, uh, that right now seems to be the best solution? Is that your take on this? I hate spreadsheets. And people may kill me for it, but I hate spreadsheets. I think spreadsheets is, um, so um, one time I listened to an interview and I don't remember who said it, but basically I'm not, so go ahead. No, I'm just saying you were just talking about um, spreadsheets and how much uh, you use the word hate. So wanna expand on that a little bit? <laughs> I know hate is a strong word, but I, I'm going to say I really dislike spreadsheets. Bordering on Are you, you um, taking a softer stand so now? Are you the backing person... up? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, for some things, spreadsheets are good, um, specifically for you know specific accounting uh, functionalities. But people are trying to use spreadsheets for um, many other things, which can be, you know, which can be replaced with better, bigger, better, smarter software. Um, so I guess that's where I'm coming from. So um, I was going to say that I've, you know, I was listening to this one podcast and I don't remember who said it, but basically it was, the gist of it is this. So if you want to solve a problem in the world, find something that people are doing with spreadsheets and create software to replace it. Mm. And so I guess that let's just take it Let's just take this one home. Um, I think, I think the, the the concept that you and I, when we discussed initially and planned this topic, like, well, somebody's got to build this thing, right? Yeah, somebody has to build it, and I'm hoping that, you know, I'm hoping that there's enough expertise in the marketplace where this sort of solution can be built where. It can help people in the um, architecture design and engineering space. Now we're also looking uh, to possibly um, start along these lines once we once we get more uh, more out of the requirements out of 
um, our clients to see if we can build a at least a custom connector to a smart smart software application like you know maybe um, what was that the software that you were using? Yeah, I was gonna bring that up, but but then you kind of pooped on it, so I, I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid now. Uh, but no, I'm using Airtable personally. Love it. And Airtable, right. by the way, guys, is essentially like spreadsheets on steroids. You can attach files. You can sort all kinds of different ways. It's it's a lot easier to use. And 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 I'm just giving a quick example. And then there are apps connected to it, so you can build. The developers build all kinds of interesting solutions on. Um, um, like you can use it as your marketing uh, calendar. You can use it as your resource planning tool and some really cool stuff there. But uh, yeah, so what you're saying is building a connector, like maybe Arc IT can build a connector to uh, a solution like that, right? Right. So when I was talking about spreadsheets, I did mention smart tools, which I think Airtable is a smart tool because it has all these other integrations that can run with it. And then we can utilize um, those additional apps and those integrations, you know, with a connector to a backend system like a Deltec or uh, a Jira or ArchiOffice or Monoprice, right? So that would be, I think that would be the initial, the first initial step into, you know, putting a solution in place to help with this problem. Gotcha. All right, there you have it, uh, folks. Uh, go to getarchit.com for more of this goodness. Um, we truly hope you enjoyed the episode. Any uh, words of wisdom at the, at, the, at the end of the day? Like this is the one of those topics where there's no clear cut solution, but there are ways to make things easier. So any parting words of wisdom, boys? Uh, replace spreadsheets with something smarter. And wear pants. <laughs> and wear pants. And I'm gonna hold my microphone like this for the rest of the day. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye.